Hello and welcome to another episode of the Prop Swap Podcast. We are your hosts, Ian Epstein and Luke Pergandy. And we are also the founders of PropSwap, the first marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We've got another great episode for you. Uh, We'll be talking about a big same-game parlay pending on Monday Night Football. We will give out our favorite stake or swap picks. But first, we thought we would revisit a story we talked about a couple weeks ago uh, regarding a World Series parlay. Uh, A Colorado better uh, back at the beginning of the season bet $50 on a Astros to beat the Phillies parlay at 2,500 to one odds. Uh, As we discussed a couple weeks ago, this was a mistake uh, odds by by BetMGM. Uh, Most likely it was a typo and should have been 250 to one or probably even uh, lower than that. But uh, this this Colorado better uh, who uh, a story just came out that we'll talk about. His name is Dylan Jacobs. he bet $50 to win $125,000. Uh, now, as we all know, the uh, the Astros went on to win, and so this better uh, cash for, for that $125,000. But we want, what we want to talk about today is that a story came out that uh, that went into the cash-out offer uh, that BetMGM gave him prior to Game 1 of, of the World Series. Uh, so uh, Dylan Jacobs, uh, who ha- uh, ironically has an applied math major uh, in, in college, uh, prior to Game 1 was offered a cash-out uh, amount of $85,000, which were actually, that would uh, be equivalent to uh, minus 212 odds on the Astros when the Astros were only minus 185 entering Game 1. So BetMGM... Uh, gave him a cash out offer that was more than the market value of the ticket, which was only eighty one thousand at the time. Um, Dylan called his brother, who works in finance for the Chicago Blackhawks, and his brother said, "You would be crazy not to take this offer." Jacobs decided to reject the offer, uh, and as it's uh, very well uh, outlined in this Darren Ravel story. He essentially gave up a guaranteed $85,000 to win an extra $40,000. And so, Luke, I will ask you, what were your thoughts when you you read this story? Yeah, I I thought that, um, thank goodness, we've uh, been friends with Ravel for as long as we have because he put that sentence in the article, which is totally correct that Darren said that Jacobs is wagering 85,000 with the potential to profit another 40,000. Like that's exactly the correct way to describe this scenario. So, um, you know, happy that, that Darren's friends with us and, and he understands the business model because that's exactly um, the proper way to describe this scenario. You know, to me, and I'm sure, you know, him and his friends are all like, oh, my God, you're the smartest guy ever. Like, great job not cashing out. But you're playing Monday morning quarterback by having that take on this story. You're having hindsight bias. Like, result just, you know, I use, like, the NFL example. Like, just because you went for two and you didn't get it, that doesn't mean it was the 
incorrect decision, right? If the odds say you would get it, you know, 65% of the time, just because you hit the 35% of the time doesn't mean that wasn't the correct decision. Like, and indeed was the correct decision to go for two. In this case, in my opinion, it was the correct decision to take the 85000 off of a $50 wager. You're wagering that much cash to just profit a little bit more. I just, I didn't understand that, especially with the, the Phillies being hot, but just taking out the, the sports betting side of it, just um, wagering 85 grand to profit another 40,000 is just, is craziness to me. And I, and then the second point would be, that's like you owning a stock that trades at 185 and someone asking you if you want to sell at 212 and you saying no. Yeah. Like, who who owns a stock at 185 and someone offers you 212 and says no or who owns a house you know if you're looking to move move you know you're thinking about moving and your house is worth 185,000 and someone comes in and offers you 212,000 and you say no like you're a crazy person yeah i think this goes back to the thing we talk about all the time where and and the irony here is that this was a a digital bet not even a paper ticket but it the that betters the 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 value like this original bet so much more than if than if they had uh than if the that than if they got a new bet right so like they're again he's being offered more than it's worth so why not you know take the cash out offer and then be like okay cool i'm gonna go make a twenty thousand dollar bet on the on the astros right like but because but basically he would have he would have lost that you know, original two twenty five hundred to one bet, and you know he he wouldn't want to do that. Um, he also talks about in the article that uh, part of the reason why he decided not to cash out was because they were flying him out for game one, and like he you know wanted to I guess you know be in the stands to sweat this bet out. Um, I would love to be a fly on the wall uh, in his brain uh, after game one or, or actually probably even after game three uh, when the Phillies were up two to one yeah. and him thinking, you know, I would kill someone for, for that for that same cash out offer. Uh, now, again, you know, the, the thing won, but uh, I, I think as we, you know, we're pretty clear on this podcast about like the result should not determine, you know, whether or not it was a smart or, or bad move. Um, it's just, it's just, I think, crazy to both of us that, that someone would, you know, would would give up a guaranteed eighty five thousand to win another potential forty thousand. When again, there was nothing stopping him from from taking some of that eighty five and and making an, a new bet. Um, it's just the the idea of all or nothing, let it ride. That type of attitude, I think, just more times than not, ends up in um in in disaster. Like you're 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 going to end up with with nothing more than you're going to end up with uh, with everything. But um, I mean, again, I, kudos to the guy. He turned 50 bucks into 125,000. Uh, I think the other lesson of the story is, you know, these sports books will hang mistake lines, right? They, they're, they are human uh, behind yeah. this thing. Uh, and, you know, you, he went, so you, you know, he knew he liked the Phillies as a dark horse. And then he was like, I, I wanted to mac, match the Phillies with uh, a favorite. And it was a coin flip between the Astros and the Yankees. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he chose the Astros. But point being is that he was diving down in, in some, you know, obscure markets and, and found a mistake line. So I think that should also be a lesson to everyone out there that um, you can find some mistakes out there, right? These, these guys are, uh, there are humans uh, entering in some of these numbers. So, um, yeah, uh, crazy story. Uh, and I'm sure uh, we will see more of these as, as sports betting uh, continues to grow. Um, something that we uh, see every week, it seems like every Monday, 
uh, as, as we've recorded this, we there, there's some crazy parlay uh, that has formed over the weekend. Uh, some, you know, uh, I think a couple weeks ago we talked about a 17 leg parlay uh, that that went into the Monday night game. Uh, and so today, uh, like I said, as we recorded this, it's, it's it's before Monday night football. Uh, we have yet another. Uh, crazy parlay story. Uh, and this one's actually the smallest amount of legs I could ever imagine for something uh, with crazy odds. Uh, a better made a $10 five leg parlay all on alternate rushing props. So uh, FanDuel will allow you to, you know, if let's say a, a, someone's over under rushing yards is 60 and a half, you can still take over 70, over 80, over 90, over 100. And, and, you know, the further you get away from their their true over-under, uh, the, 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 the better odds you're going to get. So this better $10 five-leg parlay on Justin Fields over 110 yards rushing. Again, he's a quarterback uh, at over one, 110 rushing yards at plus 750. Jeff Wilson over 80 yards at plus 430. Najee Harris over 80 yards at plus 520. Jonathan Taylor over 125 yards plus 680. And the last leg, Monday Night Football, is Miles Sanders over 110 yards plus 520. Now, obviously, the the, the first four legs uh, hit. If this bet were to win, the ticket would cash for $135,000. That is odds of over 13,000 to one. Not 1,300 to one but 13,000 to one on a $10 bet. Uh, and so, you know, we'll, we'll just talk about this last leg. Obviously, by the time most people listen to this, uh, the result will be known. Um, the, as I mentioned, the last leg is Miles Sanders uh, over 110, so, uh, which is odds of plus 520. And so the market value on PropSwap is 21,000. Um, and I also, uh, another wrinkle to the story is that uh, this better did not have a cash out offer in the app. However, it just so happens after this story began to pick up steam uh, on a uh, Twitter account called BR Betting, which is uh, under the Bleacher Report family of, of, of accounts, uh, FanDuel magically reached out to this better, uh, and there's a screenshot uh, of, a, of a direct message um, uh, where FanDuel is offering him a one-time cash out offer of $21,000. So, uh, Luke, again, we, we, we won't talk about, you know, what, what we think is going to happen, but um, how would you approach this uh, entering Monday Night Football? Well, um, if you have, uh, you know, let's say $60,000 uh, sitting around, you can make a hedge bet uh, if the sports book would take under on this alternate prop line. Um, so you'll see on this Twitter uh, thread that everyone is just saying, no, 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 you just you just go hedge this. You just go hedge this. The problem, like I just said, question number one, do you have 60 grand? That's question number one. If no, then hedging this is basically impossible, right? Because it's going to collect 135. You actually need around 70,000 to hedge this thing properly. So if you don't have $70,000, the next question is, okay, how much can you hedge? But it seems like you can't even make a hedge bet because this is an alternate rushing yards line. It's not this. It's not their pre-canned um, over under from Al Sanders rushing yards. It's an alternate. It's much higher than 
uh, they traditionally give out. So you can't take the under on this. So like hedging this is is basically impossible. You can hedge. Um, you can make a bet on the under of his traditional number. Uh, I think it is uh, probably like and eighty half. yards. Sixty-eight and a half. Sixty-eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was I was looking at his um, prior rushing yards throughout the season: ninety-six, eighty, forty-six, one thirty-four, fifty-eight, seventy-one, seventy-eight, ninety-three. So one time of his nine games so far, he has hit the over. So you know, for easy numbers, you got a one and nine shot. Uh, and the commander's defense is okay. You know, it's certainly not world beaters. I don't, Chase Young is not playing, I believe, so that helps your cause. Um, so, yeah, I just, like, I would, and first of all, it's it's FanDuel reaching out <laughs> over Twitter ne- almost never happens. Like, this is such a marketing ploy, which is fine. Like, we support people we're, selling we're, their bets. So We're talking yeah. about it. Yeah, um, so it's definitely a marketing ploy. Like Bleacher ran the article. I'm sure. What's that? I said we're we're, we're here talking about it, right? So obviously, uh, you know, it's, yep. it's marketing that's that's working. Yep. So good job by FanDuel noticing that Bleacher's running the article. I'm sure Bleacher reached out. They said, "Hey, do you want to make this, you know, a big story?" They're doing it. Um, so, you know, that is uh, true market value. That that does not happen. Just, I mean, be, want to be crystal clear. We get screenshots all day long since we started this business, tons of 2022, these screenshots of horrific cash-out offers. A cash-out offer, if they weren't getting um, national attention to this, I would say would be like $7,000, one third of what it, the actual market value, which is what it would sell for in ProfSob, which is 21000 So definitely a marketing ploy. That's fine. We support people selling their sports bet. Um, hedging is near impossible. Like we said, FanDuel does not offer under and alternate lines. And then if this guy has the capital and he was able to get down, uh, he'd need to come up with $70,000. So good luck with all of that. I basically a near impossible thing to hedge. Of course, we're, you know, drinking our own Kool-Aid here, but like you could sell it for 21,000 on PropSwap immediately. We'd find you a buyer for this in an hour and then go take 17,000 of it and just go rebet Miles Sanders. So you're pocketing four by selling it for 21,000. Go take 17,000. The, 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 I should back up this up because no book's taken 17 grand on this. So um, there's just so many factors working against you that not enough capital. It's an alternate line. The book's probably not going to take that much of cash on a, on a prop. Like all these guys that are just saying, just hedge and fly to Vegas and hedge. Like that's laughable. That is not happening. No one's taking that. No book is taking that large of a bet on a Monday night football prop. So for all those reasons, um, sell it, and then try to just get down as much as you can. But, yeah, FanDuel offering exact market value never happens. Yeah. Um, and so just uh, on the hedge thing real quick, you know, uh, as we mentioned, there is no under on these alt Russian yards. So you, you definitely would not want to do under 68 and a half and then leave yourself a, 
50 yard middle where uh, you know if he lands a, you know if he gets 85 yards rushing you lose both bets I mean that that's a absolute nightmare uh, scenario um, the other thing I would mention is that if if some book did offer under on 110 if the over is plus 520 usually the under you know when you start getting those big plus monies the the gap between the the two sides is 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 way larger in the money lines, right? So if the over is plus five twenty, the under would probably be like minus eight hundred, right? Um, and so uh, a quick back of back of hand math, you would need one hundred sixty eight thousand dollars to win twenty one thousand dollars. So uh, again, I think we can just throw hedging out the window because a it's not even being offered, and b uh, even if it was offered, it would cost you way too much money to make the same amount of money that uh, you could by by cashing out or selling. Um, but yeah, so I, 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 one last question: Do you put any credence into the idea that well, he hit the first four, so clearly this guy is you know locked in this week on on rushing yard props, or do you think that these are all just complete individual events and uh, him hitting the first four has zero bearing on, on whether or not the fifth leg's going to hit. Um, the latter. No one no one is hot in sports betting. The world is making sports bets. Like, you thinking you're getting hot or getting cold is, like, a complete random occurrence. Like, if you throw a 1,000 darts, you know, you put 500 darts on black and 500 darts on red in the long run, like, it's just that's just variance. So no, not not in the slightest do I think this guy is sharper than others. I'm not saying people can't be successful gamblers, but you just getting hot one week, I do not put any credence into him continuing to get hot on him picking Miles Sanders. You know, he's like a like a savant and like, you know, we had Gabe Rangel on our podcast a couple of weeks ago, the Eagles trainer, like, yes, he has inside information on the Eagles. So like he has told me Yes, the play is, you know, the Eagles game plan this week is absolutely pound Miles Sanders down the Jaguars throw. That that's why he got that. That's why Miles Sanders had that um that rushing game of 134 yards. Like that was the game plan. Now, I may be shocked and he may know Nick Sirianni, but I doubt it. So, no, I don't put any inside information or um you know, this guy's a successful gambler. And as I'm reading this Twitter thread, one, another person makes a great point. If the books did hang an alternate spread of under 110, the odds would be minus 600. So, you know, we talked about, I, I thought you were going to have to have 70,000 hedges. No, you're going to need 400,000 to hedge this thing. So there's just, there's so many reasons where hedging doesn't make sense. And, um, you know, this props up we're seven years into this thing and people still don't understand why selling makes more sense than hedging if hedging is even possible so we'll continue to talk about examples to be clear like we love small bets to win a lot like i am so ecstatic for this guy like he's in such a great position to turn ten dollars into that much cash so we hope he cashes and then go back to the the Houston Philly parlay guy, that brother who works for the Blackhawks, obviously lives in Chicago. So maybe we can get him on the podcast one day. I'd love for him to him or his brother to kind of explain the scenario with that amazing bet. But like, I am ecstatic that guy turned fifty bucks into one hundred twenty thousand, and here we go again with a guy being able to turn ten dollars into one hundred thirty-five thousand. So it's awesome. 
couldn't be in more support of these small bets to win a lot. Um, but for all of those reasons, hedging is impossible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, definitely we'll, we'll keep our eyes peeled on that. And uh, I'm sure there'll be more stories uh, as the NFL season rolls along. Uh, and so uh, now that brings us to our weekly segment, stake or swap. First up, we will be discussing the Buffalo Bills uh, coming off their second straight loss. Uh, they are still the Super Bowl favorite. Uh, and Luke, we'll start with you. Uh, will you be staking or swapping the Bills? I have been off this team just based on the odds, not necessarily saying this team is not going to win the championship or they don't look elite, but just based on the odds, this team was down to like plus 275 at a point to win the championship. Buffalo was now you can still find them at plus 350 at like seven different sports books. Like I just, I don't understand why this is one of the um, lowest odds for any team in like the modern football era. Like certainly since we've been starting props up seven years ago and, Probably five years before that, like this is a top three team in terms of the lowest odds to win the championship in November. Like we're just past the halfway point. Like, I just don't get it. I I think they're a really good team. I think they'd be a two point um, favorite against Kansas City. Maybe three points if it's in Buffalo. If they play Kansas City, Kansas City looks amazing. I think they'd be you know so the Super Bowls in Phoenix, obviously. Um, if Philadelphia played Buffalo, I think Buffalo would probably be around a three-point favorite again, like pretty close to a coin flip game. Um, I just, I don't get it, you know. So they've lost now to the Jets. They've lost to the Vikings, and they lost to the Dolphins. And they barely beat the Chiefs by four. They barely beat the Ravens by three. Um, and, okay, they trounced the Rams and the Titans. Those teams stink. So, and, and the Steelers, like, I just, I understand they're an elite football team, but I just, I don't, I don't understand why they're plus 350 to win the championship when Kansas City looks great, Philly looks great. I like the Niners. I like the Vikings. Like, um, I'm, they're not as good as Buffalo. I want to be clear, like, anything can happen in, in the playoffs and obviously in the Super Bowl. So, like, I think the Vikings and the Niners could beat the Bills in the Super Bowl. Obviously, Minnesota just did on Sunday. But, like, if they did it again in Phoenix, I think they'd have a chance to do it. I also think the Ravens could do it. Like, there's a chance. I would say the Ravens would have, like, a 35% chance of winning that game. So, I just, I don't get it. Um, I don't know why the odds are so low. So I am swapping the Buffalo Bills at plus 350. Yeah. Um, look, I, I'm not I'm not in love with the Bills either. However, I will be staking uh, the Bills. Uh, I've never seen a team, I've seen a favorite in this long uh, have so much variance in different sports books. This is clearly based off of the risk these different books have because uh, while I see plus 350 at sub books, I see plus 450 at other books. And I think plus 450 uh, might be worth a stab um, solely because of this. If you look at their upcoming schedule, uh, things do get a tad easier, in my opinion. They're home versus the Browns at Detroit, at New England, 
and home versus the Jets. Those are their next four games. Uh, and so I do think they can can kind of get right back on track. They can right the ship and get back on track. Uh, the defense is solid. Stephon Diggs is great. I mean, Josh Allen is, is a magician. Uh, and I think, you know, I think the Vikings are a really good team. I, I you know, I don't, I, the, the Jets loss, I think was maybe, uh, you know, Al, Josh Allen got hurt during that game. Um, and maybe they just were overlooking uh, the, the Jets, but the Vikings are a good team. And so I don't think you should look at that and be like, you know, that, that's a, that's a bad loss. I mean, they were one bad snap away from, from winning the game. If, if they can get that snap off and just get an inch, get the ball off the goal line, then, then the Bills win the game. And we're not even talking about this. So um, I, I, I would still stake the Bills. Now, come playoff time, you know, gun to my head, if it's Bills Chiefs, I'm probably going to side with Patrick Mahomes and, and the Chiefs. Um, but as we still are in the regular season, uh, I think this is a really, really good regular season team. And uh, I would – you know, if they if they can win these next four games or three of these next four games, I, I think you know you'll start to see those odds creep up, uh, and and you can have you'll be like, wow, I, I really you know I found some good value after they lost two in a row. So uh, for those reasons, I am still staking uh, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, and then uh, the next team we're going to talk about, which uh, you briefly mentioned, uh, the San Francisco 49ers are currently ten to one to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I will go first. I will be staking uh, the 49ers. Uh, And so uh, if you watched the Sunday Night Football game, you will have noticed that Jimmy G uh, had, once again, another bad game. Uh, I believe I saw a stat that the 49ers are 10-2 when when Jimmy G throws zero touchdowns. The 49ers are 10-2 record when Jimmy G throws zero touchdowns. Uh, And so you might see that stat as, Oh my God! Like the their their quarterback is terrible. I see that stat as these team can win in multiple ways because when you get into the playoffs, uh, you know it's gonna it's gonna be cold. It's gonna be a defensive minded game, uh, and so you want a team that can win in you know win ugly and win pretty, which we've seen them do both uh, in recent weeks. Versus let's say like the Dolphins, where it seems like they need to win. Uh, the, the only win with scoring a lot of points, right? And and the benefit from the fact they play in, in South Florida and you know, it'll be nice weather. Uh, but if that team went on the road in the playoffs, I would be very nervous about, about them being able to put up over 30 like, the, like they're doing right now. Uh, and so I like a team with good defense because that travels, right? So uh, the, the 49ers are currently uh, fifth in points allowed, uh, first in yards allowed uh, per game, uh, ninth in uh, in points per play, uh, and so uh, it's this, this defense. You know, first in in rushing uh, opponents rushing yards a game, um, and so I, I love this defense. You know, I think Jimmy G. He's a coin flip as to whether or not uh, he, he'll be good, but he can play some really good games. Uh, and so, like I said, I, I just like a team that that wins uh, in multiple ways. And then the other thing I'll say, and you know, you'll notice this is a recurring theme for me on Staker Swap. I'm always kind of looking out to see what the remaining schedule is because I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh, the 49ers have the seventh easiest re- remaining schedule. Uh, I think the Seahawks are going to finally come back down to earth. Uh, we saw that a little bit uh, in, in Germany on Sunday. And so uh, for those reasons, uh, I will be staking the 49ers at 10 to 1. Yeah, uh, agreed. I'll also state the 49ers. I think when they got Christian McCaffrey, um, you know, before they got Christian McCaffrey, I was a fan of the Niners. Now you got add Christian McCaffrey in. The odds went from, I think they were around 
seventeen to one, sixteen to one back then. They moved to around twelve to one. Of course, when uh, on Sunday Night Football against the Chargers, odds moved to ten to one. Um, you know, Jimmy G is one of those guys that, for the most part, he's not going to lose you football games. I I certainly think back to the the infamous uh, interception he threw in the Chiefs Niners Super Bowl back in uh, twenty twenty. That was unacceptable. That was just a, such a boneheaded throw. But like, you know, we're we're three. In three seasons past that now. Um, so, you know, he's improved. He's formidable. Um, their rushing attack, Elijah Mitchell, comes off the, the IR and rushes for 90 yards on Sunday night. Of course, you've added Chris McCaffrey. Debo can run the ball well. Uh, it's a solid defense. Kyle Shanahan is a super smart guy. Of course, he's probably infamous for his, um, you know, when he was the OC as offensive coordinator of, of the Falcons team that lost 28 to three when they were leading 28 to three and ended up losing to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. But um, he's a super sharp guy, um, great offensive mind, good enough offensive line, good running backs. Debo's a really good receiver. Jimmy G's good enough. He's not he's not elite, but he's good enough. Like I think a lot of teams would would take him um, on the roster. That's gonna win you a few football games, not turn the ball over, make some throws that you need to make. Um, so I agree. I, I still like the Niners as well. The Eagles, I would definitely pick if they do match up, but the Eagles could lose too. Like injuries happen. Eagles might lose a, uh, you know, weird second round game and now have to play the Niners. So it's not, not a lock that, that, um, Philly's going to get to the NFC championship at all. So, uh, I agree. I'll also take the Niners. Yeah. I mean, I'm just seeing a team that is the second best in the conference at still double digit odds. Uh, and, uh, you know, as, as, as you mentioned, they were 16 to one before the trade down to 12 to one now 10 to one. Uh, I think we've seen that there's been enough sample size with this McCaffrey trade that if he stays healthy, uh, he's going to fit in very, very well into this offense. Uh, and to go along with Kittle and, and Debo and Ayuk, I mean, it's, it's, uh, Collinsworth said on the broadcast last night, it's like a it's like a Pro Bowl team, really, when we look at all these different uh, offensive stars on the team, minus the quarterback. That's just the mm-hmm. small the small caveat. But uh, like I said, this team has proven that they can win when, when Jimmy G doesn't play well, right? So they don't live and die by, by Jimmy G. I think he does just enough, like you said, not to lose the game. Um, and so yeah, he doesn't have to go hero mode, uh, and he knows that. So um, I, I love a team that knows our identity uh, and, um, and can win in multiple different ways. So... Um, there you have it. Uh, 49ers 10 to one, uh, currently at sports books to win the Super Bowl. Um, that will do it, uh, for this week's episode of the prop swap podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating, and we will talk to you next week.